Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we acknowledge our Lord, our King? Hallelujah. He said, come before me with a glad heart, with thanksgiving. He said, enter my courts with praise. Hallelujah. He said, send Judah first before you wage war. He said, send praise for Hallelujah. Praise confuses the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. I give you the glory. I give you the honor that's truly due to your name, Father. Hallelujah. We raise our hands, Father. We open up our minds. It's the sign that we're waging war, that we're waving the banner of victory tonight. Hallelujah. Can you wage war against the enemy? Can we proclaim victory tonight for the lost, for the broken? Hallelujah. Can we claim victory tonight for those who are suicidal? Can we claim victory tonight for those who got diagnosed of cancer? Can we claim victory over high blood pressure, kidney issues, those that are on dialysis, dialysis? Hallelujah. Can we claim victory again on my uncle Columbus with the stroke? Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We wage war. We wage war against sickness and disease tonight. We wage war against sin and mortality tonight. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, send Judah first. This is not out of being ritualistic. Hallelujah. But this is a relationship. Letting God know that we give him the honor, that glory, that we acknowledge him. He said, acknowledge me. Hallelujah. He said, if you commit your ways to me. Hallelujah, Jesus. It's a praise. Hallelujah. It causes a confusion in the enemy camp. It causes a confusion. Hallelujah. It causes him to be blindsided. Hallelujah. This is our covering. This is our banner. This is our shield. Praise is the shield over our mind. Praise is the shield over our marriages, over our children. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you the glory. We give you the honor. When we praise him, we're giving God the honor. Hallelujah. If we don't open our mouth, we're giving the hostile Satan the honor. We're giving him praise. Hallelujah. But who do we serve tonight? Who do we serve? Who do we serve? Do we serve tonight? Is it Hasatan or is the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, our Savior, our Savior, the lover of my soul, the keeper of my mind? I haven't lost my mind. Hallelujah. I have the mind of Christ. The cares of this life have not taken me out. Stress and depression have not taken me out. The cares of this world. Hallelujah, Jesus. He said, take my burden. It's light. Take my yoke. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give him the praise and the honor. Before we can go in and intercede, we have to give him the praise and the honor that's truly due to his name. He said, give me the honor that's due to us, to his name. He said, this is how I come on the scene. Jesus, we give you the honor, the glory that's truly due to your name, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Let
letting go of today, hallelujah, but focusing in, centering our hearts on our assignment here tonight. Where would you have us to go, Father? Where would you have us to travel in the spirit tonight, Father? So, Father, we go, Father, right now, over our young brothers right now in the name of Jesus, over the young man, when it comes to murder, when it comes to being initiated in gangs tonight, Father, we come against violence, Father. We call for an intervention in the spirit on, the young, on behalf of our young men, Father. When it comes to gang initiation, Father. When it comes to porn, Father. When it comes to violence, Father. When it comes to bullying, Father. We send an intervention in the spirit right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We ask for a flooding of your love right now. The flood of young people's hearts, Father, right now. Change the heart of our young people, Father. Cause them not to do a home invasion of burglary, Father. We do an intervention on our young people tonight, Father. We call for an intervention in the spirit for our young people tonight, Father. We come against gang initiation of murdering tonight, Father. Have them to take another thought, God. Have them to put down the gun, Jesus. We have to do an intervention in the spirit. We do an intervention in the spirit. Come against robbery, burglary, home invasions, Father. Of them killing that innocent person, Jesus. We come against anger tonight. We come against neglect, abandonment tonight, right now, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Can we go in the spirit? Can we go in the spirit? We go in the spirit and intervene with homosexuality. Abortion tonight, Father. Cause that young mother to take another thought. Cause her to see the gift that she has, Father. So we come against more innocent blood shed of our young people, Father. That you will save a generation, Jesus. Cause the young mother to take another thought, Father. So we come against even guilt, Father, on behalf of the child. That the child has a reason to live. That is a gift from God. So we come against abortion tonight, right now. Touch the lawmaker's heart right now in the name of Jesus. We go in the spirit tonight, Father. Homosexuality, gender confusion, suicide right now. Depression, Father, right now in the name of Jesus. Porn addiction right now in the name of Jesus. We call for freedom right now, Father. Free in our minds. Free to think right. Free to do right, Father. Did anyone lose his grip, Father, off the minds of the people? Offer their motives. A change of heart, Jesus. We pray for our land. We pray for our nation. We pray for our president, Father. 
You said pray for those who rule over you, Father. We don't have to grieve, but you said pray for those that are in authority, Jesus. Touch Trump's heart right now in the name. Surround him with intercessors right now in the name of Jesus, Father. We go to the nation. We go to the government tonight. We go to the White House. We go to Congress, the House of Representatives, Stage your intercessor in there, Father. We pray for a spirit of boldness for the Christians, Father. That we'll be bold in our witness. That we will not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Father. The gospel that can save souls, Father. That can cause people to be able to escape hell and damnation for others. Give us a spirit of boldness, Father. That we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we're not ashamed of the cross tonight, Father. Awaken us, Jesus. Awaken us, Lord. Awaken us, Lord. Awaken us to see the condition of our land. Awaken us, Jesus. Take the blindness off of our eyes so we can see. Allow us to have your heart, Jesus. Your compassion. Your care for the world, Jesus. The care for the land, Jesus. Awaken every believer tonight. Awaken every believer. We pray for the backslider. We pray for the atheist agnostic. We pray for those that once believed, Father. But the trappings of this world, philosophies, false philosophies have came in. We pray for those that are in, in Islam tonight, Father. We pray for divine intervention, Father. We pray for a dream. We come against jihad. We come against innocent innocent bloodshed of Christians tonight, Father. 121 Christians have been persecuted. Awaken us, Jesus, of the condition of our land. The condition of our land. You said if we would humble ourselves, turn from our wicked ways, Father, that you would heal our land. You said if we will humble ourselves, Father, turn from our own wicked ways, that you would heal our land. So we turn to you, Father. We repent, Father, of anything that's not of you. And we turn from the world, from the trappings of this world, from the cares, from money, we turn to you. We turn to you, Jesus. Our hearts are bowed down to you. Our hearts are bowed down to you. We turn from the world. We turn from the prince of the air. The ruler of darkness. And we turn to our father. The creator of, creator of all creator of the universe we turn back to you and we repent there's no way that we can intercede we repent on the behalf of the body of Christ over every pastor that's not speaking the truth we repent Father, on behalf of the body of Christ of not upholding holiness, 
of not living a holy, consecrated life, Father. You said if we will humble ourselves, if we will repent and turn back to you, if we will be brought down low, he said if you will humble yourselves, he said seek my face, turn from your wicked ways, money. I turn from the cares of this life. I turn from stress. I turn from the cares of this life. I turn from houses, cars, and money. I turn from the trappings of this world. I turn to my Lord, my Savior, on the behalf of the land, on behalf of the nation, Jesus. He said, we will humble ourselves, seek my face as a necessity. And we will turn from the trappings of this world. He said, I will heal the land. He said, I will heal the land. He said, I will heal those that are lost and broken. I will heal those who are sick in their minds and their bodies. There will be an end to mental illness. There will be an end to suicide. If only we would turn to our Father. Only if we would live a holy, concentrated, consecrated, contrite life, separated from the world. He said, turn from your wicked ways. The way our thinking evil thoughts, evil desires jealousy, strife, envy, anger bitterness we turn on the behalf of the land on behalf of this generation on behalf of future generations to come on behalf of the unborn we turn to you we desire a healing the cleansing of our land, Jesus. A healing and cleansing of our land. We desire, we desire, Father, to see the dead raised. We desire to see the sick whole. We desire people to be peace and have peace in their minds. He said, only if you would turn from your wicked ways. What are our wicked ways, Lord? Our way of thinking. Our way of thinking. Our way of thinking. Not believing in you is sin, Father. Disbelief, Father. We lay it on the altar on behalf of our land. Our nation is in need of you, Lord. Our nation is in need of you. Our nation is in need of you, Jesus. So as your people, we turn from everything that's not like you, Jesus. Every thought, every word, our hearts, Father, has to be close to yours, Jesus. We have to have your love. We have to have your compassion, because only love is what's going to draw out the darkness. Love is what's going to set the captives free. 
feet, Jesus. Your love is going to draw out all darkness. This is how the enemies is going to flee. This is how the hostile time, the ruler of this world, the prince of the air is going to flee. Is that we flood our hearts with the love of Jesus Christ, Father. Flood our hearts with your love. We cry out for your love. Baptize us afresh with your love, Jesus. Your compassion is what we need. Your compassion is what we need. Your compassion is what we need, Jesus. Your compassion. Your love, Father. Your love that drove you to the cross. That love was what's going to have us, to cause us to draw. To be drawn to the sinner. Are we drawn to the sinner? Do we have that compassion? Do we have that unselfish love? Are we drawn to the homeless? Are we drawn to the least of these? Are we drawn to those who are discarded? Are we drawn to the homeless person on the corner holding the sign? Are we drawn to this generation? Are we drawn to the least of these? Are we drawn to Do we have that same love that Christ had for us? Are we drawn to the prostitute? Are we drawn to the pimp, the drug dealer, the incarcerated, those who are often forgotten? Are we drawn to the young person with the cuts on their arm? Open our eyes so we can see, Father. Open our eyes so we can see through the eyes of love, Jesus. Through the eyes of love, Jesus. Through the eyes of love, Jesus. This is how we have to see the sinner. Because I could have been a crackhead. I could have been the prostitute. I could have been in the mental ward and say, God, your love, Jesus, baptize us with your love, saturate us with your love, have us fall to be drawn. This is how we're going to draw the sinner in. we see 
But we go to the root of it, Father. We go to pride, Father. We go to arrogance. We go to incest and molestation right now in the name of Jesus. When they were seven or eight years old, Father. We go to the root of sin. Incest. Molestation. Heal our people, Jesus. Heal our people. The world needs to see that there is a Savior. That he lives, that he rules, that he reigns, that he has dominion. The world needs to see. The world needs to see an open demonstration of our Lord. But it's only through love that they're going to see our Savior. It's only through love that they're going to see our Savior. Hallelujah, Jesus. Baptize us with your love. Saturate my mind and my heart, my whole being with your love, Jesus. Have me to be drawn. Give me your love, Jesus. I call on your love and your compassion tonight, Father. Penetrate my heart of all darkness, but that your love only can reside and rule and reign in my heart, Jesus. I need your love. Our world needs your love. Our nation, our government. Mankind, we need God's love. We need your love, your compassion that drove you to the cross. What manner of love that is, that he will go to the cross on our behalf. That he will go and be crucified, bruised and beaten. Are we willing to sacrifice that for the lost? Give me your love. An outpouring of your love, tonight, Father. An outpouring of your love. An outpouring of your love, Jesus. That is what we're missing, Father. That's what we have this garden. I need your love tonight. I need your love. I need your compassion. This is how we're going to draw the sinner. This is how we're going to draw the lost, the broken. If that means anything to us. Those that are neglected. What about those that are, have mental illness? Bipolar. He said all this could be eradicated if you walk in my love. Sickness and disease, depression, encounter with your love, an encounter with your love, Jesus. Give us your love, give us your compassion that we would die to this flesh, Jesus. of our nation and our country, on behalf of the lost, the broken, Jesus, on behalf of the lost and broken.
desire the lost to be saved. I desire for those who are captives in their minds and sin to be free. It's only through the love of Jesus Christ that we're going to bring the sinner in. Hey. 
Help me to be driven. Drive me by your love, Jesus. What I say, what I do. Hallelujah, Jesus. I need your love, Jesus. I need your compassion. And that's what I'm crying out tonight for. For our pastors, Father. For the advantages of apostles, Jesus. Set those who are free, to our 
held captive in porn. There have been victims of being molested and raped. This is the true gospel. He said, I've come to set the captives free. He said, but I can only do it through the vessels of love. Give me your love, Jesus. Baptize me with your love, Father. Baptize me with your love, Jesus. This is my world. He said, this is our land. Where we should rule. Where we have rulership. This is our dominion. This is our world. He said, take hold of your authority. Your leadership over sin. Over sickness. He said, this is your world. This is your land. Take authority. So we take dominion over our land, Jesus. We take full responsibility over our land. We humble ourselves. We turn from our wicked ways, Jesus. So our land can be healed, Jesus. This is our world. This is our land, Jesus. This is where we have rulership. The enemy has to bow. He has to flee where there is love. Every weaponry is dismantled of the enemy where there is love. This is our world. This is our land where we have rulership. Where we rule. Where the enemy has to bow to us. So we intercede for our our world, our land, our people, our brothers and sisters who are captives. And we call for them to be free, free to live, free to be happy, free to have peace, free to obey the word of God, free from the hold of the enemy, free from all vices, Free from the law of sin and death. This is our world. This is our land. This is our world. Where are we supposed to rule? Have dominion, Jesus. We have dominion over sin. Sickness and disease.
These are our brothers and sisters that are in sin, that are captive. We desire for them to be free. Give us your love, Jesus. Not another moment that we're going to let go. But we cry out for you. Give me your love. Give me that compassion that I don't give up on those that are lost. That I fight and contend for their salvation, for their healing and their deliverance, Jesus. This is our world. This is our land. And these are our brothers and sisters that are captive. Forgive us, Jesus. Give us your compassion, your love of not being selfish, Jesus. But we sacrifice, Father, our bodies, our time, all of our energy, Jesus, for the lost, for the broken, for the desolate, for those that are forgotten, Jesus. Give us your love. Give us your love. This is what I require. This is what I need you. Is your love. Hallelujah. I need your love.
Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's nice to know you're in a place that you know God hears the prayers of the saints. No. He don't hear everybody's prayer. There's a criteria, there's a protocol to God hearing your prayers. It's a protocol. My goodness. I know beyond shadow of a doubt that God hears the prayers here. I know he does. I know he does. <laughs> you got to be confident in that. I know he does. I know he does. My God. I'm going to show you in scripture. I know that prayer is going to be answered. I know that prayer is going to be answered. Mm. Mm. Woo! This is why we pray. I don't pray in hope. I pray because I know his protocol. Mm. My God. Hallelujah. All right, let's get in the classroom. And he hears the cries of his saints, teacher. See, he heard that. And he's going to move on that. This is intercessory prayer. I don't know what you've been taught before. <laughs> but here, oh, I know God hears our prayers. I'm going to go fast tonight, so I'm going to need y'all to stay with me. I know he, see, you got to say that. You, you got to be, go, you got to be first John. Y'all look good tonight. You're like y'all ready to do some things in the spirit realm. Yeah. <laughs> Go to 1 John 5. Start at uh, 14. 14 to 16. 1 John. Ready? This is 1 John chapter 5, beginning at verse 14. And this is the confidence. Okay, this is the confidence. I told you when you pray, you got to be confident. You got access now. He said you can enter into him boldly now into the presence of God. See, you, you can't do that if you don't know your sonship. I know my sonship. So now you can enter in boldly. And this is the confidence. Come on. The assurance. Mm. The privilege of boldness. Okay. Which we have in him. Oh, look at that. We are sure that if we ask anything, Thing. make any request, Quest. 
according to his will, in agreement with his own plan, he listens to and hears us. Hold it. Stop right there. I told you there's a protocol and a criteria that you have to meet when you pray to your creator. I told you about the scripture. How we have, don't have understanding of it. Let's talk about what is he talking about right here. And this is the confidence, the assurance, the privilege of boldness. I'm, I was telling somebody earlier today, you, you get people and they like, they diminish prayer. Right now we got an issue. Because now you're going to put aside what you believe. You're going to put man into it now. I'm going to show y'all the progression of what the protocol is. The privilege of boldness, which we have in him. We, we obtain something. We have something. Y'all come to learn tonight? Yeah. All right, let's get ready. All right. That if we ask, entreat, ask, anything, make any requests, here's where we get it. Here's where they trip us up at, according to his will. Now, I know if I ask according to his will, that petition will be answered. You don't know what his will is. No, that prayer tonight was his will. I told you we're here to do the will of God because you are the church, but we're here to do the will of God. Now, when I know the will of God, every last one of my prayers are answered. This is my confidence in him. See, the problem is, is you don't know his will for your life. And he got to be in you. You got to be in him to know his will for your life, which is his life. He's living out through you. Okay. Uh, this is how you get every prayer answered according to his will. It, you can't miss. What is his will for your life? That's why we feel like our prayers are answered because we don't know his will for my life. Because you're still living your life. <laughs> That's the problem. So you can get every one of your prayers answered according to his will. You can make every request made known to him according to his will. And he says, I hear you. That's my confidence that I know that he hear me. Lazarus, come forth. This ain't for, this ain't, listen, I know you hear me all the time. But this is for them. See, it's his intimacy with God. He knew. He was confident, boldly. Raise him from the dead. Been in the grave four days. Stinketh. It don't matter. Prayer. How did he come back? 
through prayer. No, prayer is the most important and powerful thing of your relationship. It's just like husband and wife. When you talk, that's prayer. You forget you the church. I know that you hear me all the time. Say it again, teacher. Absolutely. Not my will. My will is my flesh. <laughs> That's why when God calls you to do something, you don't want to do it because you're in your flesh. Now you got a trust issue because you don't trust him. You know better than the will of God. Your will. Simply serve me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I love the way he take us in. Woo! I'm tired. Yeah, that's what they say. Listen. <laughs> Make any request according to his will in agreement. With his own plan. Y'all see, his is capitalized both times. Yeah, that's him. That's God. See, that's the problem. You keep, your will is in the way. What you want to do is always in the way. So you can't see his will for your life. No, you want to know everything else. No, discover the will of God in you for your life. I told you, we're not, we're not focused on what his will is. We're here to do the will of God. Not our will. I keep telling us, we got it all wrong. Yes, we do. It's the shortcut. They could have got to the motherland, you know, the promised land. They could have got there in 11 days. I mean, you can just map it out from where they're at. You can see how long it takes, you know, for a million people to travel. You can see it, it. They all like this all around instead of just going boop. <sighs> I help y'all get some other things in here tonight too. Okay, now here we go. He listens to and hears. He listens to and hears. Sama. Listen. With the objective to do. He listens and he hears you. I love when he put that in. He said, us. Oh, he just listened to you. He don't listen to me. No, he said us. Ain't y'all in us? Ain't we in us? All right. Mm. Mm. Come on. That's, that's it right there in his will. Come on. Verse 15. And if since we positively know that he listens to us, 
Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Positive. See, you got to enter boldly. I know who I'm praying. I'm praying his will. I can't go wrong. How much more confidence do you need than that? That you're praying the will of God. (laughs) Y'all approach is wrong. You're going to be on the Hampton Road show. <laughs> Two years been saying that to you. You're going. You're going. Because it's his will. And then not only that, see, it's, it's like tentacles. It's, it reached out to other places where you couldn't imagine you're going to be at. But I pray his will. Built by B. Y'all ain't ready. See, I'm positive. I'm confident that I pray his will and it shall come to pass. Man, y'all, we ain't praying like that. We're not confident. You hear that, Adriana? That worked for you too if you pray his will. God, dog, I love God. Man, okay, okay, okay. We positively know that he listens to us. Listen means I'm going to actually do. Shema, come on. I'm going to do. I mean, you hear the little noise up here. It don't make you want to do nothing. But to hear it and do it, you mean go over there and you fix it or cut it off. That makes you want to do something. I heard it and I obeyed. Oh, Jesus, help us. Come on, come on. Let's go. Since we positively know Mm. that he listens to us in whatever we ask, we also know with settled and absolute knowledge knowledge that we have granted us as our present possessions Mm. The requests made of him. Mean you already have it. See, everybody going to use this scripture for prosperity. This is what they've been doing. No, what you have possession of is his will. And you can do it. That's what you have possession of. That's what you positively, listen, confident in that I got his will. And I pray his will. Oh, my God. Woo. I love the Holy Spirit, man. The princes of this world had known. They would have kept me in paganism. Jesus, my Christ. Woo, but that won't his will. You got that right. Ah, my God, got somebody rolling with me. Oh, oh. woo, Jesus, my God. Who, who are you? See, I'm the one that can do the will of God. God, dog. Woo, and it don't matter what age. Lily, do the will of God. See, she do the will of God by obeying her parents. 
Oh, Lord, have mercy. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. My goodness. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Come on. Let's go. Verse 16. If anyone sees his brother, a believer, committing a sin that does not lead to death, the extinguishing of life, he will pray and God will give him life. Yes, he will grant life to all those who sin is not one leading to death. There is a sin that leads to death. I do not say that one should pray for that. Oh, so if you want to know when do I stop praying for somebody? Y'all ain't ready for it. Paul, do some hard things. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Do I go there, Lord? Do I go there? Or I don't. Or keep going where you want me to go. Maybe maybe y'all don't believe that. My God. My God. Now, that whole scripture had nothing to do with prosperity, did it? God's will is that all will be saved. That's his will. He's long-suffering. That means he's waiting. There's still two more people that need to be saved before I come. See, that's his will. See, we're missing the will up of what he said when he asked anything. God don't need, he ain't, talk, he ain't moved by a house or a car. That you obtain one. What moves him? Is that you do his will. God, don't. This is, man, mm, mm, mm. this is what nobody wants to hear out there about asking anything of your will. You're not asking his will, and this scripture has nothing to do with material things. What is he talking about? Praying for them a sin that's upon death. I thought every sin leads you to death. Okay. I'm going to break it down. (laughs) Let's just find out about that praying thing. Let's see what happens. What is going on? What is he talking about? Go to Jeremiah. Hello, Jeremiah in the house. Mm -mm. We're prophets. Do you hear me? Jeremiah in the house. Yeah. Y'all going to get why he's saying it. Y'all better catch it. Jeremiah 7. This is not even where I was going tonight, but this is where we're going. Right. Jeremiah 7. <laughs> See, he gave me this Saturday. Right. And here it is Sun- uh, here it is Tuesday. Look how he do things. Right. Which is going to lead me to, okay, the other scripture. Okay, we got this. Let's keep it moving. Jeremiah 7. 16 through 18. What you esteem flows through you. What do you esteem? I esteem his word. Let's read this, 16 through 18. Jeremiah chapter 7 at verse 16. In the Amplified Bible, it says, Therefore, do not pray for this people of Judah, or lift up a cry or entreaty for them, 
or make intercession to me, for I will not listen to or hear, hear you. Hold on. <laughs> I will not make intercession for you. He's talking, he's not talking to the world. He's talking to Judah. His people. His people. I will not hear you or listen to you. Why? Hmm. Read that again. Therefore, do not pray for this people of Judah or lift up a cry or entreaty for them. So see, he hears your cries. He, he hears your, your cries. It means something. Come on. Or entreaty for them, or make intercession to me, for I will not listen to or hear you. Mm. Go ahead. Verse 17. Do you not see what they are doing in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? Do you not see what they're doing in the house of God? Do you not see what they're doing in the fellowship? Mm, mm. Okay, come on. Verse 18. The children gather wood. The fathers kindle the fire. And the women knead the dough to make cakes for the queen of heaven. Mm. And they pour out drink offerings to other gods that they may provoke me to anger. So keep on celebrating Christmas. Keep on doing Easter. Keep on doing Halloween and Lent. Keep on doing them things. They don't want to hear this. Facebook don't want to hear this. He's really designed us to hear from us. But he's telling you, when you do that, stop praying for them. Where is the church at? Did, did you see it? They, they, they're having adultery. They're making cakes and bacon. To the queen of heaven. Astra. Ishtar, how you want? Isis, keep on. We can go on. Same God. Go to, since we're in Jeremiah, let's go back. Let's stay in Jeremiah for a little bit. Just for a minute. I keep on there, time limited. Jeremiah 11. Let's see if he say it again. Jeremiah 11. <laughs> you ready? 14 through 16. And help you with something. Got it? Jeremiah chapter 11 at verse 14. See, he's supposed to hear us in this place. He's supposed to hear us in this place. It so reads, Therefore do not pray for this people, or lift up a cry or prayer for them, for I will not listen. 
when they cry out to me in the time of their evil trouble. Ooh. Ooh. So you know you always cry out when you're in trouble. But I will not hear you or listen to you. Because you turn. Come on, read again. Go ahead. 15. Verse 15. What right has my beloved to be in my house when she has wrought lewdness and done treacherously many times? Can vows and the holy flesh of your sacrifices remove from you your wickedness and avert your calamity? Can you by these escape your doom? And rejoice exultantly. Good. Go ahead. 16. Mm. Verse 16. The Lord acknowledged you once to be worthy to be called a green olive tree. It's fair and of good fruit. But with the roar of a great tempest, he will set fire to it. And its branches will be consumed. Hold on. You're missing that they're the root, but who are the branches? You. You better make sure that you and its branches, the engrafted ones. God's not playing with his worship. He's not playing when you serve him. You ain't got to understand anything. Serve him. Still serve him. Obey. God, God, he's not playing with us. And its branches will be consumed. I told you, keep fire to God, fire to God, fire to God. Judgment, judgment. You want a fresh fire? You want a fresh fire? Come now, Lord, fresh fire. What are you going to do? Evaluation, who are you worshiping? And when you are disobedient, you are not worshiping God. Okay. Y'all hold, hold that. Put a little pin right there. A little sticky note right there. Okay. All right. Go to Proverbs. Hopefully this will get the pride out you. Proverbs 25, 19. That's the problem. Ain't nobody scared. Okay. Nobody have fear of God. Thou should have no other God before me. That's anything. It could be another God. Okay. It sure, it sure can. I got a whole section on food. Mm. Anything you put before him, what you want to do, where you think you need to be. Hello, where you think you need to be. I'm told you everything bows around my worship of God. Nothing gets in the way of that. So you ain't made that choice or decision yet. You still ain't bowed. You ain't ready for that level of commitment. Okay, read this. Come on. Proverbs chapter 29, at verse 25 at verse 19. Do y'all realize this is how I'm helping y'all get an advantage over the enemy? Yeah. 
so you won't be deceived sitting in these chairs? This is interception prayer where we come to learn the protocol. Engagement of warfare. Come on. Listen to this. Amen. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth or a foot out of joint. Read that again. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth or a foot out of joint. Mm. What he's saying is, it is painful and foolish for you to be confident when you are unfaithful. That's what he's saying. Okay. You want to read it again and then I bring it in my commentary? Read it again. Confidence in an unfaithful man in time of trouble is like a broken tooth or a foot out of joint. I said, he's saying this, that it's painful and foolish. He's saying it's painful and foolish. For you to be confident, confident when you are unfaithful. Hello back there. Y'all hear me? You shouldn't be dealing with pride after this one. Y'all looking, looking up at me? Not down. Up, because I'm looking at you. It's foolish. Painfully foolish for you to sit there and be confident when you are unfaithful. You're unfaithful when somebody asks you to do something and you. But you're confident. He said it's like a what? A bad tooth. Big old abscess. He said it's foolish for that person to be, listen, who is unfaithful, to think that there is hope, a rescue, a savior, someone to deliver you. See, when you're in trouble, you call for help. You would do it. You'll call, soon as trouble, you're calling for, can somebody pray with me? But you're unfaithful. You don't even tithe. You're unfaithful. But you're confident. Okay. Mm -mm. Y'all right? <laughs> Y'all know those type of people, right? <laughs> That's just a tidbit. Boy, I got some stuff for you real quick here. Y'all work with me, okay? Mm -mm -mm. Woo! Let's just look at this right quick. Let's look at uh, Matthew. Let's look at Matthew real quick. Let me get out of here. 
Okay. <laughs> Let me get out of here right quick. Let me go. Let me go. Going out of there. Folks is mad at me. I'm trying to shepherd. Go to Matthew. Let's find out those people. Matthew 7, 21 through 23. Uh-huh. Let's find out them people. Let's see if the word is right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 7 at verse 21. Mm. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father. Here we go. Who is in heaven. Verse 22. Stop. <laughs> Not everyone. Go back. That says to me, Lord, Lord. Uh-uh, that's two people. That's two people. See, some going to say Lord, and it's going to be right. But some going to say Lord, and it's not. Y'all don't get it. That's two categories of people. Lord, Lord. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter in. Not everyone, but some will. Some that will say Lord. Lord, Lord. Oh, they ain't ready. Oh, that went right over. I know you do. Oh, 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 them ones that come to church. Oh, look at that. Look at that. My God, somebody get here a mic. Okay. That's what I'm saying right there. We are. Okay. Y'all ain't seen that before. I know you ain't. Okay. Come on, finish this. No, you just keep saying, Lord, Lord. No, there's two people calling Lord. That's two different people calling them Lord. Come on. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom See, of heaven. It tells you right there, not everyone who says this. But some that will, will enter in. Okay, come on. But he who does the will of my father. Here it is. Who is in heaven. Ah. Come on. Verse 22. Many will say to me on that day. Here we go, many. Lord, Lord. There's them two again. Have we not prophesied mm. in your name? Some did. Yeah. Go ahead. And driven out demons in your Some name. Some did. And done many mighty works Some in have. your name. Mm -hmm. Verse 23. Come on. And then I will say to them mm. openly, publicly, uh. I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. Oh, and I will say. See, if you've been doing it, you know his will, you ain't got nothing to worry about. If you've been keeping his commandments, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Loving each other. Long-suffering, patient, forgiving, self-control, them that have the fruit of the Spirit, the faithful ones. You ain't got nothing to worry about. 
Woo, it is quiet on the set. They said, move on, pastor. Move on. Okay, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on then. I'm going to move on then. They want me to move on. Let me keep it moving. Go to First Chronicles. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ooh, it feel good in here. Come on. Come on, Mr. Go to First Chronicles 12, 32. Mm, we're going to switch now. We're going to talk about a little of God's timing. First Chronicles chapter 12 and verse 32. <laughs> and of Issachar, men who had understanding of the times to know what Israel ought to do, 200 chiefs and all their kinsmen were under their command. Woo! Listen to this. Y'all have heard this plenty of times. They even making conferences and all kind of stuff out of this. I ain't going to say it. <laughs> Timing is everything with God. I told y'all that. Timing is everything with God. <clears throat> I told you don't miss your Kairos moment, didn't I? Don't miss your Kairos moment. By not being prepared, be ye always ready. Mm. You could come sit in the church all your life and miss God's timing. Mm. Because you don't feel like changing. Or you're not up for the challenge. Oh, I think that found some people. It's God's timing. You don't want to do it because God's timing involves change. You're in time. Everything changes. Then you miss your Kairos moment because you don't want to be challenged. It's God's timing. It's time for you to be delivered. Going to bring change and challenge you. Okay. They don't want to grow. No. Mm -mm. I'm going to help y'all with that too. That's, ooh, that's, that's good right there. I'm going to help you with that too. Okay, I got to move this thing fast now. Uh, all right. You need to understand. This is what he was telling me. You need to understand the time that you are in. You need to know the time that you're in or the season that has just ended. It's very important to know the season. That has just ended. Y'all watching up here? Okay. All right. We're recording. Don't be drawing. Don't be doing nothing like that. I need you to listen. Listen. Listen to this. Mm -mm. Listen to this. You need to know what season, what season that has just ended. You need to have the capacity to see and do what is required at this time in order for you to have the first move. Okay. In order for you to have the first move advantage. See, Frida, you at your first move advantage in your spiritual walk now. Oh, you know why? Because you're hearing what you need to hear. 
Oh, it's going to challenge you and it's going to change you. Oh, you can't come to God and stay the same. That's the problem. That's the problem. You can't come to him for real and stay the same. That's why you're struggling because you're still trying to struggle to stay the same. You're still struggling how to stay the same. You're trying to figure out a way to stay the same. And you can't with God. Do I need to call your names out? Everybody. Yeah. You're still struggling with staying the same. Mm-mm-mm. Woo, here we go, here we go, here we go. See, you don't know that the, you don't know that, that old relationship is over, it's done. They're still trying to hold on, it's over. You don't know what season or did you have the capacity to see. You need to know what season has just ended. You can't walk into your new one if you're still in the old one. Y'all season changed. Your new challenges now have changed. Look, oh, good God. Let the challenge change you. You got to have this thing called first move advantage. Oh, my God. That first move advantage is over the enemy. Come on, teacher. Woo. Okay. Woo. You need to have understanding of the time to know what to do. What is required for me at this particular time and all of the lives around me that is connected to me? See, your move is not just a move for you. Your move is the people that are tethered to you. Connected. So when you moved, what was tethered to you moved. And when you move, what was tethered to you? Move. And when you move, what's tethered to you? Move. Now, y'all don't know how to watch the movies when you see it. Y'all don't know how to watch it. Mm-mm. Woo! So what you do in your choice, how to live a life of purity without sin, help, listen, it tethers somebody else to you. When you make a decision to do right, it helps somebody else with you. So y'all don't understand what's happening. There's one body. Woo. Okay. All right. Good God Almighty. Just why you can't miss nothing. Okay. Woo. When you lack that understanding, you become a victim. A casualty. In the kingdom of God. Of light. Mm-hmm. No, not darkness, because you're already there. Come a victim in the kingdom of light. Because that's what you say you are. Okay, you are deceived. Okay. Understanding gives you an advantage. And with all thy getting, get an understanding. It gives you an advantage over your adversary. Woo! Daniel 11, 32, 33. I'm trying to work the word. Daniel 11, 33. Oh, my God. Woo, I'm going to get to this today. Come on. 
going to move this thing. Come on. Ready? King James. Matter of fact, give me King James. Daniel chapter 11 and verse 33. And they that understand oh, oh. among the people mm. shall instruct many, uh. mm. yet they shall fall by the sword and by flame, by captivity, and by spoil many days. Woo, so. <laughs> and they that understand among the people shall instruct many. Just stop right there. I told you, you got to get understanding. That's leadership. That allows you to instruct many. And you need to follow through. If not, yet they shall fall by the sword. You need to <laughs> attach to the right people. Right ministry. I can't, I can't. I can't. You should. Oh, don't. Shh, shh, shh. Hold it. Hold it. Teacher. I know you're in there. Oh. oh. You can never grow beyond your desire. You can never grow beyond your desire. Mm. Woo. My God. See, you're not desiring God. Because you can't grow beyond your desire. I know that's right. And the more of God you desire, and the more of God you desire, and the more of God you desire, the more will be given to you. This is why you're not growing. I don't want to grow. He said the more that, that, the thing that you hear, take heed to. The more is given. It's, it's set up for you, but you, your desire is not him. Because it shows. If it what you're saying it, his word is lying, and he can't lie. You can never grow, go beyond your desire. Mm. Knowledge is progressive. It's an ongoing pursuit. Oh, good God Almighty. Go to 2 Peter. We're working the word tonight. Go to 2 Peter. Woo! 2 Peter 1, 5 through 10. What you got, King James? Go ahead and stay in King James for a minute. Go ahead. Second Peter chapter one, beginning at verse five. And beside this, <laughs> giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue, knowledge, and to knowledge, temperance, and to temperance, patience, mm. and to patience, godliness, and to godliness, Brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness, charity. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall ne neither be barren nor unfruitful Fruitful. 
in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. You want to know your issues. In this Christian walk, you haven't been adding those seven things to your daily. Okay. The Amplified tell you up. Go ahead. Do the Amplified. At verse 5? Yeah. For this very reason, mm. adding your diligence to the divine promises, mm. employ every effort mm. in exercising your faith to develop virtue, excellence, resolution, Christian energy. Oh. And in exercising virtue, develop knowledge, mm. intelligence, mm. And in exercising knowledge, develop self-control. Uh-oh. And in exercising self-control, develop steadfastness, patience, patience, endurance. And in exercising steadfastness, develop godliness, piety. Mm. And in exercising godliness, develop brotherly affection. And in exercising brotherly affection... Develop Christian, Christian love. love. How, how beautiful is that? How beautiful. How beautiful is that right there? Go ahead. Go ahead. Verse 8. <laughs> For as these qualities are yours uh -huh. and increasingly abound in you, growing, they will keep you from being idle or unfruitful unto the full personal knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. So basically, you should be thinking of nothing else except your salvation. What you think most about God and it's real. Because everything is in him. And what you meditate on. Man, we are just... We, we like the man in the mirror. We totally forget who we are. Oh, my God. There's so much there. I don't have time, but we're going to come back. I'm sure the teacher going to follow up. There's so much there. Listen to this. We need to keep adding to the truth that we know. You need to keep adding to the truth that you know. I'm going to help you with one more little thing to help us and hurt us when it comes to ministry. He's how he sabotaged you. Go to Numbers. <laughs> Go to the Torah. Numbers 12, 8, Amplified. Don't help y'all because this is going to help some people. And if he showed me to write this down, this is what either happening or will be happening. Okay. Hmm. okay. Ready? Numbers chapter 12 at verse 8. With him, I speak mouth to mouth, directly, clearly, and not in dark speeches. And he beholds the form of the Lord. Why then were you not afraid to speak against my servant Moses? Oh, I am. Just give him the look first. 
I do have eyebrows. Why were you not afraid? You got to go here. You, why were you not afraid? Why were you not afraid to talk about my man of God? Who I put before you. Why you weren't afraid? Is why he asked him. Oh, it happens. Mm. Mm. <laughs> God heard them, but Moses didn't. It is quiet on set. I'm going to help you not get tripped up as we go deeper in the things of God. And I'm going to show you why I'm giving you this. But see, I care for you. I go ahead and get what you need now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Talking about pastor. That's all right. Talking about teacher. Uh-huh. Yeah. What he told them, he said, why weren't you afraid? That's my question. How come you're not afraid? I speak to him. You know, if you're a prophet, you know, I'll give you dreams, i give you visions, all that. I speak to you. He said, but this is when I speak to mouth to mouth. How come you weren't afraid? Mm. He told him, he said, I give him my delegated authority. He's giving me his delegated authority to speak in your life. How you talk about me? Do I need to come amongst the people? How you talk about the teacher? I'm just saying, you're not afraid. He said, how come you won't afraid? Do y'all hear me? Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Be careful what you say to people. About who's leading, who he's given, uh, listen, delegated his authority to. If you are hearing under this, he's delegated this authority for you. To us, for you. Okay? I'm going somewhere. I'm going somewhere. I want to make sure. See, this is what you do. You go ahead of the enemy. First move advantage. First move advantage. I'm trying to let y'all know this. Woo! Okay. Why won't you afraid? Don't you know the consequences of what you are doing? And then what Moses do? He just stepped in and started interceding for them. Because he was the meekest man of them all ever. So humble. Talking about but he still intercede, still hug you, still love you, still help you. Mm. I know that battle. Young pastor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do not dishonor God's order. Children dishonor their parents. Nation dishonor their elected leaders. As you can see in this nation. We got a lot to answer for. 
what we do in this nation, when they do that, when they dishonor the presidency, no matter who it is, we applaud them. That's what the world does. They applaud them. You follow all the actors. Who are they? Hmm. They're leaders. They applaud. The world applauds lawlessness. I hate Obama. I hate Trump. I hate. Okay. And we applaud. That's what the world does. They applaud that. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize what we're doing to our country when we do that. It's called division. Two visions. Okay. Which leads to anarchy. The purge. See, I'm just telling you, this life. It's just, it's just, you know, life, you know, art imitates life. That's what, they, that's what you're saying. They're programming you. It's not entertainment. It's containment. Okay. All right. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And when we do that as a country, it's going to come back and bite us. Here we go. Things that you don't deal with today and kill will become stronger tomorrow. In Genesis, the serpent became a dragon in Revelation. Mm-hmm. 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 In Genesis, in Genesis, the serpent became a dragon in Revelation. Mm-hmm. Okay. God told Saul to destroy Amalek and his family. And a man rose from Amalek and killed him, Saul. God told Joshua uh, to annihilate three cities on the way to the promised land. And he spared those cities. And out of those cities, out of those cities came terrible trouble from the people for the people of Israel. And out of one of those cities came Goliath and his five brothers. And one of those cities came, listen, Delilah. And destroyed God's anointed, Samson. I'm trying to tell you, see, mm -mm, mm -mm. you need to take care of that sin today. You need to take care of that issue today because tomorrow it's going to be stronger. Correct them today. You're going to have to deal with it now when he's 15. Correct them today. Correct her now. Okay. Mmm. What I was doing. Ain't that right, Miss Janae? Right. Mm-mm. Yes. Y'all see what happens when you don't obey? Mm-mm-mm. Out of those cities, that's what came out of them because he didn't obey. Great trouble for them. That's the city. Listen, what else? That's where the Philistines were. And that's where Delilah came from. King David, listen, King David fell to overcome the issues of his bloodline and to break the pattern of his, of his bloodline. He opened the door of the past, and there was a visitation. And he became a victim to something in his bloodline that, was, that he did not deal with, with his sons. And he became a victim, and it plagued their father. 
you don't have time to play. Look at his son. His son raised up. What's on the bloodline? Okay. You got to deal with him now so your child don't rise up on you. Like my son did. Hmm. See, I ain't ashamed. Talk about it. Don't save them. Didn't know how to deal with things then. Ooh, but once I got saved, I did. Dealt right with them. We are dealing with, listen to this, we are dealing with time-sensitive agendas of the enemy. Heaven right now is ready to sound the shofar. We need to send up most, listen, we need to send up much prayer. Prayer incense into the heavenly realm. In the book of Genesis, uh, the word says that he created heaven and earth. Right? So heaven is always related to earth. Is above, not below. Heaven is always related to earth. You see this? So heaven always relates to earth. This is one of God's great examples. Listen. Of relationship. Ooh. This is one of God's great examples of relationship. Y'all hear this? Listen, to, listen, listen. Heaven and earth. Earth cannot receive from heaven until prayers from earth go up to the heavens. Heaven responds in three ways to earth. In prayer, sacrifice, and obedience. This is how heaven answers earth. This is how heaven relates to earth. This is how earth relates to heaven. God can do nothing for humanity unless prayers go up first. Okay, listen to this. Oh, man. I gotta skip that scripture. Intercessory is about intercessory is about praying until something happens. There is no substitute, listen, for prayer. There's no substitute for prayer. You know, we had the animal sacrifice. That was a substitute until Jesus came to shed his blood. We had a substitute for that, for sacrifice, but there's no substitute for prayer. There's no substitute for prayer. You can't do nothing other than pray. Oh, it shows your relationship. Okay. If you actually pray the will of God, you will see change. See, that's why you can't. I'm going to pray for my husband. I'm going to pray for them. I mean, it's, it's the will of God. You will know. The scripture I gave you, you will know. I talk about that sin unto death. That's blasphemy. Every other sin, you can be forgiven. You can repent from. So that's the sin unto death. When you actually turn away. After you have tasted the fruits of God. Experience his power. His splendor, his majesty. And then you deny him and say, there is no God. Now that is the one that Israel, he said, uh-uh, don't pray for them now. 
got to be careful who you worship. You better know who you worship. God's not playing with his worship. Oh, my goodness. Woo, I didn't get to go. She's up. She's, she's there. Can I, can I go? You want me to do? What you want me to do? Okay. You want me to keep, you want give me a few minutes? I got to do this one. I got to do this one. They all right. I'm going to pray long. Just, just let me hit this one, teacher. Come on. Work with me. Just work with me. Come on. Go to Matthew. No, give me five. Get, go to Matthew. Um, wait a minute. Go to, go to Psalms. Go to Psalms. Go to Psalms 141. Go to Psalms 141. Come on, come on, quick, man. The time is on me. Psalms 141, one and two. Then I'm going to go to that last scripture. Psalms 141, verses one and two. Lord, I call upon you. Hasten to me. Give ear to my voice See? when I cry to you. Let my prayer be set forth as incense before you. The lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Oh, I bet you want to lift your hands. Can you imagine that? This is part of your worship, your sacrifice, the lifting up of your hands. What are these things? Man, you don't get it. Matthew 13. Man. Matthew 13. 24. Oh, God. Matthew chapter 13 at verse 24. Another parable he set forth before them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while he was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed also darnel, weeds resembling wheat among the wheat and went on his way. So when the plants sprouted and formed grain, the darnel weeds appeared also. And the servants of the owner came to him and said, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? Then how does it have darnel shoots in it? He replied to them, An enemy has done this. Mm. The servants said to him, Then do you want us to go and weed them out? But he said, no, lest in gathering the wild wheat, weeds resembling wheat, you root up the true wheat along with it. Mm. Let them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will say to the reapers, gather the darnel first and bind it in bundles to be burned. But gather the wheat into my granary. Oh, the intercessor have to be awake. Because where the word is sown, he sows tear. So sitting right here, right now, there's wheat and there's tear. Because the word is being sown. It grows in the same field. It feeds off the same nutrition. 
It grows together. It grows in the same seats right now. Wheat and tear because the word is being sown. Looks just like. Looks just like. Looks just like you, Whitney. Identical. Look just like us. Looks just like us. See, you got to know how to see. Listen to this. This is why when a church grows, tear is planted. Mm -mm, mm -mm. See, you think that it's growth in numbers, but you can grow spiritually. So where the word is being sown, tear is being sown. Do not be deceived. It looks just like you. Mm. Man, listen. So it's not just in the numbers. It's in power. So you're growing. See, it's not that walking ministry is growing in numbers so much. It's that we're growing in power and revelation. So now he's going to come in in that area in doctrine. Tear looked just like we. The only problem is, is that the tear can't produce fruit. Ah, uh, but it produces a fruit. But guess what? It's, it's a poisonous fruit. You can't eat it. You can't digest it. That's not fruit of God. Did you know that? Ooh, teacher. My God. Okay. 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 See, this is why I'm watching. I'm watching our growth, not in numbers. I'm watching our growth in power and revelation. So I know that he's, he's planting seeds. Watch your communication. No, the word's coming forth, so he's, got, he's doing it. This is why he said, you got to, when he was asleep, he was working. See, it doesn't mean that you'll sleep like this with your eyes closed. It means, you know, when you're not committed. When you're lazy. No spiritual endurance. See, he's sowing now. You, you're asleep now. This is when he can easily come in and sow in your field. Man, it's so much more. She won't let me finish, but... <sighs> Man, glory to God. So I'm, I'm just letting the enemy know I'm not blind and I ain't stupid. So I know when we're growing, I know what else is growing. I know what else is growing. I'm not blind. I'm awake. See, this is how churches get slipped up and messed up because no one is watching. No one, I have intercessors, but they're asleep. I got intercessors, but they can't see. He said, pray and watch. That's right. Mean that you need to see. That's right. You can't just pray only. You have to watch as well. See, we are under 
an attack right now. While we sitting here, just everything just good. The word coming forth. Yep. 9-11 wasn't intellect, in, intelligence. That's why we missed it. It was spiritual. Who is on the wall here in this area? Stop watching the movies and understand what you're watching. That's right. Understand what he's trying to plant into you. Your eyes are womb and your ears are womb too. He said, be careful. Take heed to what you're hearing. See, I have eyes, but I see not ears and I hear not. Wow. Hey, teacher, I'm sorry. I have more, but. Can we give the man of God for being a yielded vessel, hand clap of praise. And I tell you, the, the prophetess, the deep, intense, fervent, intercessory prayer is nothing like the, the blanket of God's love that overtakes you. Uh, and only that can come from a, a consecrated life and a pure heart. Amen. Pastor said, be on guard. I believe overall what God is having us to take home is that to obey the word to the letter. Obey the word of God to the letter. We're doing what we want and how we want to do it. So when there are certain uh, holidays or anything that's of the world, uh, we do what's called spiritual compartmentalization and we're put in a certain compartment for that time and justified because we'll say Jesus is not really concerned about whether I put up a tree see how we spiritually put things in various compartments and we do that because we still want to do our will if God has instructed us to do whatever it is, we have to do it to the letter. Now, the thing about it is that we try to reason what's wrong with doing what I want to do. <laughs> That's another teaching on a different day. But I want you to walk away with, you must obey the word of God to the letter. In order for your prayer, for you to be confident in your prayer and then in that it is answered, Pastor was speaking about salvation is something that you should always be thinking about. Because salvation, your eternal life, is what makes you confident to pray. Hear me. You can't pray, not an answer prayer, because this is why you pray, because it's answered. Because you're not asking. You're commanding what's due. You do a study, it's not ask. Again, we think that when we look at words, but I'm going to get the book out, the spiritual, the spiritual language. You're going to get it. some things I'm, I'm, I'm working on. 
because this is a hindrance because we don't know our own language. So we misunderstand the word of God. Until we stay connected to our eternal salvation, your prayer will always be unanswered. You won't have the boldness or the confidence. It has to be a reality to you. Okay, I'm not going to do a second teaching. See how the Holy Spirit just constrains you. I'm able to do that. <laughs> um, what Jeremiah was talking about is in, I believe it was chapter 7. Yeah. It's just, this is what was happening. It's that God forsook his vessel. You are the Ark of the Covenant. And every time Moses would go out, he would lift up the Ark of the Covenant. And he would say, rise, Lord. Rise, Lord, and let your enemies be scattered. The vessel. Come here, star. He said, see, you are the covenant, and you're saying with all what you know and who you are in the word of God, you're saying, rise, Lord. Rise, Lord. And by you living the word and obeying the word, you erect, <laughs> you erect your creator in you, and your enemies are scattered. Your life is a statement itself. A righteous, consecrated life is a statement that causes the God in you to be erected, to be, <laughs> to be lifted up like the ark of... So what he does, he lifts himself up in the earth and all of your enemies are scattered. See, but we have to... Live the word. Say the word in spite of. I just had to use you because you're a, a vessel. We have to know how to handle our vessel. And so when you begin to do anything that's not of God, his will, in this, in this ark, pagan holidays. See, what happened when we, see, we reason ourselves into why we can do it. See, and what it does, it doesn't bring a more intimate relationship with God. It brings a more in, a intimate relationship with the world. And what, we, what the world says is good and what we should be doing. And so then you have a conversation, not about Jesus. Y'all, you're talking about the gifts that you bought for someone else, not, not the service that you went to and how the people were saved and, and set free. All of those pagan holidays were not in the covenant. But the feast, they are. He says, because I am the Sabbath. You can have a seat. I just want you all to understand when 
your friends. See, you're going to have to make some fleshly difficult decisions. And that starts with a change and who you interact with. But you should draw them to Christ. They shouldn't draw you more to the world than what they're doing. You don't have to sever them from your life, but you should, you should really make a stance about your new life. There is a time that where there is no more time for prayer for certain things. There's decisions that have to be made. And we're going to have to make some tough decisions. And we think a lot of times because it's going to hurt our flesh to make some of these decisions. And the, the people are not going to understand why you're making the decision that you do. But it's the will of God. It's the will of God that you live the word of God to the letter. Do you hear me? To the letter. You want some answer prayer? Live the word of God to the letter. I am a witness. I'm a witness because when I cut off my will and my way of doing things, because this is what it's all about. This is why Jeremiah was sweeping. And he was very reluctant. He was one of the most reluctant prophets. What did the prophet say? <laughs> They say he was one of the most reluctant. You all can stand on your feet. <laughs> you know, you kind of get tired of people not wanting to hear what you have to say. <laughs> you know? You keep saying that something's so good and they think what they have is the best. But I really, I really pray that we're we're changing. We are desiring God every day. Because I tell you, I, I was thinking the prophetess was right in line because today I was thinking about life. And what is this life all about? It's a lot of things we get frustrated about, we argue about. But your life, that's what's the, the greatest value. It's not whether I, I did what I said I was going to do at, at home or at work or whatever the case may be. But when it comes to this life, and I know Holy Spirit put this in my spirit, you really, Frida, we're, we're really living only 20 years. I don't care how long you live. You really, you really live 20 years. And the reason I say that because how much time we work, how much time we sleep. And if, in fact, you ever reach any one goal before you leave this earth. And when I say that, I'm talking about the will of God. And really fulfilling your purpose. My sister with the brain tumor, her husband, family member, someone died, and then someone else got real sick, and um, the tumor's causing her eyes to 
to lock up and cross, and she's in so much pain now. Even after they even said the tumor has shrunk. So it has shrunk. Um, but this life, I mean, we're all, we all walked in here today, not in a wheelchair, no, no fatal news about any disease that was diagnosed or given to us. And my question is that one day that's going to happen, something's going to happen to this body because it decayed. It's decaying day by day. The question is with this small amount of time that we have on this earth, what are you really going to do about it? What are you going to do with this time? This small amount of time. I mean, it's truly is a blink of an eye. You don't really get to do much here. <sighs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that your word has found a place in our heart, found a place to grow, to be cultivated, found a place to just move through our entire being. We thank you that our minds are being refreshed by the engrafted word. We thank you, our hearts, Father, it has been turned back towards you, Lord God. We thank you that the passion of Christ is being saturated all through our entire being. We think that there will be a desperate need for your love, as the prophetess said in her prayer. Allow us not to take the word love, your love, Lord God, for granted, because your love can change a man in an instant. It can change him, Father, from being a drug dealer to a prostitute. Ah, uh, we love you. We thank you, Father, for just being with us today. Thank you for your power, your love, Lord God. Thank you for your strength. Thank you for your joy, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your promises, for they are yes and amen. Thank you, Lord God. We are already at the finish, Father, so we know that our prayer that we pray, because it's your will, Lord God, that it's already done. We glorify you in this place. Let your name be exalted in our lives this week. We pray for favor, Lord God. Let, let a door of opportunity, Father, be open for us, Father. I pray, Lord God, what each and every one of us have in our heart, our desire, Lord God, let it be unto them. Release, Lord God, their desires. Release, Lord God, just your presence in their lives, Father, like never before. Manifest your glory. Father, and we'll forever give you the praise and the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray and we say amen. So be it. Any announcements? Do we have, is Pastor still in here? Pastor. Ashanti, can you come up with me? I just wanted to thank Pastor just for 
supporting um, Dance Star, encouraging us, um, being on, I'm oh, sorry, an awesome leader, um, not only of the ministry of our lives. I can honestly say he's really involved because he's trying to get us somewhere. So I'm truly honored after two years of finding out that my hindrance was my own fear from going on Hampton Road Show. So I can truly say the scripture about boldness after doing it today, I'm more bolder than I was before. <laughs> I'm just honored because when I prayed for 100 students, you don't know how you're going to get them. So you're going to have to do things you don't normally do. <laughs> so Pastor, we just want to thank you for your encouragement, for keeping us on the right path, for loving us when we still slip. And I just thank you for your support. And then me and Shanti just wanted to give you a picture from the Hampton Road Show. <laughs> 